joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba or Kiluba. May God bless you. Dear faithful online listeners and dear faithful listeners who follow us from your local radios of your respective cities, we greet you in the name of the owner of everything. In the book of Deuteronomy, Moses said it, the world in its fullness thereof belongs to the Lord. This is why I greeted you in the name of the owner of everything. All things are his. The topic that I'm going to speak to you about is entitled Consecration to God and to his work is wonderful. Follow me well. Many a times, many people do not know what consecration represents in the universe. And today I want to speak to you about consecration. Consecration is a very deep thing that is dangerous to Satan and to demons. And I would want that everything should be consecrated. The blood of Jesus was not shed in vain. It is the Apostle Paul said, you were redeemed, purchased by a great price. Therefore glorify God in your spirits and your bodies that belong to God. There the blood was shed so that bodies and spirits of human beings should be consecrated to God and to his work. I'll come back on this part of his work. This is the reason for the cross of Jesus. I love a word by Reynard Bonke that said, I belong to Jesus. He said it rightly. I belong to Jesus. He was consecrated to Jesus. Hey. Do not waste the blood of Jesus without a real consecration in your churches. The time has come to mobilize all things by consecration. All things must be consecrated to the owner. Jesus said it. All things were given to me by my Father. They belong to him. Hey. Consecration to God and to his work is wonderful. I love that you should benefit from your consecration to God and to his work. When the blood of the Lamb was shed there in Egypt, the finality of all things in Egypt was consecration. Not only the consecration of the firstborn, but it was the consecration of all of Israel. Many times I hear men of God speaking about what God says, consecrate to me all the firstborn. In the scriptures, when Israel was about to leave Egypt, it was not just the firstborn that needed to be consecrated. I want to read with you a scripture that will make you understand that all things needed to be consecrated, even what they possessed. 
Jeremiah chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 3. The word of the Lord came to me. Go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. I remember the devotion of your youth. How as a bride you loved me and followed me through the wilderness through a land not sown. Israel, not only the firstborn, verse 3 says, Israel was holy to the Lord. I call it global consecration of the whole church. What have you done with the blood? Jesus redeemed, purchased you, and he has consecrated you. Your consecration cost Jesus so much. In the same way, the consecration of Israel, it was an impossible thing. I read the scripture in order to make you understand that it was not just the firstborn that we had to be consecrated. Consecration is not just for the pastors, for the elders, for the deacons and deaconesses. Consecration is for everyone. The Bible here says Israel. I believe, I don't believe that the prophet Jeremiah made a mistake or is exaggerating. I'll come back to this. Israel was the first fruits of his harvest. All who devoured her were held guilty and disaster overtook them, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. Consecration is a source of bombs on those who attack the consecrated. The Bible says, all who devoured who was seeking to diva or to have Israel who was consecrated. The Bible says disaster overtook them. I'm thinking of the first unfortunate who is Egypt. Egypt was bombed. The time has come to bomb demonic headquarters in the world. Talk out societies. Let it be Freemasons. Let it be Rosquois. Let it be Ayam. Let it be witchcraft. Magic. We can bomb these headquarters with consecration. It works. It is going to work. That is why I spoke to you consecration to God and to his work is mysterious. It hides the disaster of those who are bringing disaster to the consecrated. Thinking about this excites me. The Bible says woo, woo to the earth because Satan has come to you filled with anger. If you are consecrated to God, you are going to bring disaster on the one who brings disaster to the world and he will, he will be bombed. I'll come back to that. And this is consecration. When I see the likeness, how superficial, how 
superficial Christians are in a, in their consecration. The resurrected one was tired of such a consecration. He said it to the church of Laodicea, you are neither cold nor hot. I will vomit you from my mouth. You say that you are rich and you don't need anything. Many people in the church are not consecrated to God. They are consecrated to what the church has. And all the preaching that we hear in the church is just about having, having, you will have, you will have. You say that you have become rich and you need nothing. If your life is only for your life, it is meaningless. There are people who have consecrated their life to their life. They live for themselves. God calls them foolish. You know the story of the wicked rich man who collected wealth and kept in his storeroom. And he said to his soul, rest for many years. And a voice was heard and said to him, foolish man, your soul will be taken back. And this Wealthy man is no different for the Christians of today. People live for themselves. And Jesus concluded about that story. This is how end the people who are rich for themselves and not for God. Jesus taught this message of consecration. He says whoever wants to keep his life will lose it. There are people who are not consecrated to God. They are consecrated to themselves. They live for themselves. They pray for themselves. What a selfishness. Pastor, let's come back the church to the owner. And you are going to understand that your consecration is mysterious because Israel in leaving Egypt, I'm thinking about this, was consecrated to God. Israel became dangerous. It says, oh, the Bible says, oh, who devoured her. We are held guilty. Your consecration make your enemies guilty before the throne of God. Oh, those who touch you, oh, who devoured her, we are guilty. And misfortune was overtaking them, says the Lord of hosts. Fight Satan differently. I hear many people speak about spiritual warfare. We will fast and do many things. All these things are good. But sometimes you fast for your own interest, for your children, for your marriage, for your travel abroad. You, you fast for this and for that. But today, we want you to enter in the true battle by consecration to God. It is going to work. That is why it is written, do not touch my anointed ones. There is another version that says, do not touch those who are consecrated to me. Hey, hey. And this is a version in French. says, do not touch those who are consecrated to me. This is extraordinary. That is why he said in Zechariah, in chapter 2, whoever touches you, touches the apple of my eye. What a security. What a security. If you want to come under the security and covering of God, you need to learn consecration to God and to his work. Many people love Psalms 91. 
He who dwells under the shelter of the Most High rests under the shelter of the Almighty. The Bible says, No evil will come near your tent. When you are consecrated, because God watches over those who are consecrated to Him. Hey, that is why I love to say to pastors, men of God, women of God, consecrate yourself to the Lord. It is for your own security, but it is also for the need of spiritual warfare. I'm going to read this before continuing. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 3. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest. All who divided were held guilty, and disaster overtook them declares the Lord. That is why I spoke about consecration to God and to his work, which is wonderful. It will help you to overcome your enemies. One thing is true. The enemies would never defeat, never, never defeat the consecrated. They will attack them, but they will never defeat them. Never, never. I would love that the anointing of Samson. I need Samsonites in the world who was consecrated from the womb of his mother by a messenger of God who called himself, My name is marvelous, the one who came to declare the marvelous consecration of Samson was himself marvelous. This child was dangerous. He will be consecrated from the womb of his mother. No razor will pass on his head. He could say, I belong to God. Samson belonged to God. He was consecrated. What an anointing of consecration of Samson. May this anointing be your portion, for you have followed me. And Samson was invincible. <laughs> The princes of the Philistines led the lesson of defeat. May you lead demons into defeat by consecration like that of Samson. That is why I'm speaking about consecration, which is a wonderful thing, because the consecration of Samson broke the princes of the Philistines. I'm thinking about the princes of darkness in your cities. Jesus broke them at the cross of Calvary by consecration. says, Father, into your hands I leave my spirit. He ended his life with a prayer of consecration. Hallelujah and hallelujah. And the Bible says he disarmed dominions and authorities. And he made of them a spectacle by triumphing over them by the cross. He was consecrated. That is why I've spoken to you about consecration. There's a song we used to sing in the past. I was in the 20s. Take my life. It must be yours, O divine master. That in all the days of my life, may your gaze shine on me always. Hallelujah. 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 On the waves of my life, 
your gaze is always shining. God has a focus on those whose lives are consecrated to him. And on the waves of my days, may your gaze always shine on me. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Israel was consecrated and Jesus was born. And he was taken by his parents to follow what the scripture said. You will consecrate to be all the firstborn males. And Jesus was taken to the temple. And there he was in the head of the man of God, Simeon. A man of prayer. May you visit men of prayer and you will be consecrated. And Simeon consecrated Jesus. Even being a child of God is one thing. Being consecrated is another thing. Even though Jesus was son of God, he needed by to go through the initiation of consecration by Simeon. Follow me well. That is why there are many children of God who improvise themselves, especially here in Katanga. In, in our province. They call themselves a man of war. Jesus needed to go through the heads of consecration in his initiation to consecration. He was consecrated to God and to the work of God. Follow me well. He was consecrated to God by Simeon and Anna, the two people who were in prayer and in the temple. And you see that Jesus was consecrated to God and to the work of God according to my topic. What was the work of God? The temple. We need brothers and sisters who are consecrated to God and to the work of God, to the things of God. Today, I'm going to give you new shoes. The Bible says, Put on zeal. Put on zeal as shoes. Not with shoes as Pierre Cardin, but with other shoes. May you, be, may you be given shoes of zeal. The zeal for the things of God. Poor Simeon and Anna. They died, but their act of consecration in Jesus continued its effect. And Jesus could, get, could read of the work of God negative things. Jesus went to Jerusalem and he found in the temple money changers and those were selling doves and he made a whip with cords and he chased them out from the temple and he dispersed the money of the money changers he overturned their tables he said to those who were selling doves he says remove this from here do not turn my, the house of my father into a house of merchandise as it is written the zeal for your house for your house burns in me Jesus was consecrated to God 
and to the work of God and to the things of God. I would love that brothers and sisters to be consecrated to God and to the work of God and to the things of God. It is not me who said, says, do not say the house of my father. It was his thing. It was his work. Do not take the house of my father into a den of thieves. When we think about it, it is by miracle that Jesus got rid of the house of God, of the things of the people who are abusing the, the church. We have today people who abuse the things of God. Naturally, it was not possible for Jesus to chase away all these money changers. Look at our country, Congo where you have many money changers on the road. So these many money changers came to the temple. Imagine how many, how many cows, how many sheep. Imagine in a church where there are cows and sheep, there is going to be feces everywhere. This was a market and there were many. But Jesus chased them out, all of them. Hallelujah. Because he was consecrated by Simeon and Anna. That is why I spoke to you. Consecration to God is wonderful. Consecration gives you the ability to cast out everything. Cast them out. Cast them out. By consecration. The zeal of your house divorce it be birthed in me because he was consecrated to God and to the work of God, to the things of God. I'm thinking about Anna. Anna, the mother of Samuel, who asked from God a child she was going to consecrate to God. I'd love that it should be women in the church around the world who are asking from God things that they will consecrate to God. She said, what? If you give me a child, I will consecrate him to you all the days of my life. Shiloh, Shiloh. Not only Samuel was consecrated to God, he was consecrated to, to, to God and to the place Shiloh. The church needs brothers and sisters who are consecrated to God and to the church. When people are consecrated to the church, they will no longer be wheelbarrows. I call them wheelbarrow Christians who need to be pushed, but they will be zealous people. Someone who zealed not only to God, but also to the place called Shiloh. And you know, Samuel, I call him the man of God with thunder. First uh, Samuel chapter 7, verse 7. They called Samuel. The Philistines were uh, gathered, and the princes of the Philistines were there. In the same way, Samson crushed them. Uh, this time, Samuel did not crush them with a bone, but thundered on him. Samuel was consecrated and he humiliated them. You will read this at your own. First Samuel 7, verse 7. When Samuel began to pray, may, you, may your prayer life receive thunders. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is true. Jesus also was consecrated in the public space. I'll come back to this. He also received thunder for his life of prayer. He said, Father, glorify your name. And the voice was heard. I have glorified it. I'll glorify it again. And the people said, a thunder 
was heard. But this time, not against the princes of the Philistines, but against the prince of the world. May you thunder, both thunder of the prince of this world by your prayer. Send him thunder. Thunder. I'm beginning to feel something good. His ancestor Samuel began to pray. And God made his thunder to be heard. We need men and women who are consecrated. I call them beings with the prayer of thunder who aim or target the principalities. The Bible says that God made his thunder to be heard and the Philistines, they ran away. Let us take back cities by the prayer of consecration. I didn't want to read the scripture, but my soul is strongly leading me to read it for you. First Samuel chapter 7 verse 7. When the Philistines heard that Israel had assembled at Mizpah, the rulers of the Philistines came up to attack them. But they didn't know that there was Mr. the consecrated one who was going to thunder on them. When the Israel, Israelites heard of it, they were afraid because of the Philistines. They said to Samuel, do not stop crying out to the Lord our God for us, that he may rescue us from the head of the Philistines. Then Samuel took a sacred lamb and sacrificed it as a whole band, offering to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord on Israel's behalf, and the Lord answered him, Hallelujah. When Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to engage Israel in battle. But that day, the Lord thundered with loud, threw them into a such loud thunder against the Philistines and threw them into such panic that they were rooted before the Israelites. May you strike down your problems that are attacking you by consecration. To pray is one thing, but to be consecrated is another thing. The men of Israel rushed out of this path and pursued the Philistines, slaughtering them along the way to a point below Betka. Then someone took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shed. He named it Ebenezer saying, that's why the Lord has helped us. It's because Samuel was consecrated. That is why I say to you, consecration to God and to his work is mysterious. It hides mysteries and mysteries. Listen to me. It hides thunders of God. May you receive the storeroom of thunder. Hallelujah and hallelujah. This was Samuel who was consecrated by the words of their mother. We love, we love mothers. We need mothers who consecrate their children not to useless things but to the things of God. I'm thinking about the tribe of Levi. Moses said what? In Numbers, says, consecrate yourselves today to the Lord. And Levites consecrated themselves to the Lord. Those who are consecrated, may they kill their close relative and come to my side. Follow me well. The tribe of Levite was consecrated 
not only to the Lord, but also to the work of God. For Samuel, it was Shiloh. For Jesus, it was the temple. But here, Levites were called to consecrate themselves to Moses. The men of God are things of God, are the work of God. Don't be consecrated only to God. Be consecrated to the things of God, to the work of God. Listen to me, elders of the church, because of the church and bishops, you know the word of the Apostle Paul when he was leaving Ephesus. He was saying to the elders, may you watch over the sheep over whom the Lord has established you. Paul called the elders to be consecrated to God and to the sheep. The sheep are things of God. The consecration to God and to the things of God, to the work of God. I want you to know what, what the elders hide. The Bible says projects fail for the lack of a council that makes a decision. And elders have the grace to thunder over disease. If anyone is sick, let him call the elders to pray over him. So Moses says to Levi, consecrate yourself to the Lord and those who are consecrated to the Lord come to my side. Many times the elders of the church usually are competing with their pastors. They are they're even criticizing their pastors. This is horrible. I am asking the elders of the earth, make yourself available to the leaders of your church. That is the true consecration that we'll see in numbers as Moses called it. All those who are for the Lord come to my side. May God help you in this area. I want to go forward to speak about Jesus who was consecrated for the service of the temple and he was faithful in the service of the temple but he was consecrated to the public work of God by John the Baptist. It is Simeon who consecrated him to the temple but Jesus was consecrated to the public work of God by a public figure of God. John was a public thing or work of God. John the Baptist was not in the temple as Simeon and Anna. He was in the public space. We need men and women of God who are consecrated to the work of God or the things of God in the public space. And Jesus was consecrated by a public thing of God who was John the Baptist, Acts chapter 10, verse 37. You know what happened in old Judea, starting in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. You know how God anointed with spirit and with power Jesus of Nazareth, who went from place to place, doing good and healing all those who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. Hallelujah and hallelujah. I would love that you should be consecrated to the God of the public space as John the Baptist was, was consecrated in the public space and he consecrated Jesus to work for God in the public space. 
And what did Jesus do in the public space? He bound the struck man in the public space. How can a man enter the house of the struck man without first binding him? Then he will plunder his house. The public space is a house for the strong man. I love that today you should be consecrated. Consecrated in order to make the strong man of the public space to fail that you may plunder his house. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Plunder the public space. There are many things in the public space that in the church. Jesus was consecrated to the public space by a public man who was John the Baptist. It began by the baptism of John. And Jesus became the best of the best. He became the best in the public. He went from place to place doing good, healing all those who were under the power of the devil. The, the public space in the whole world is under the control of the devil. May you demolish the devil by consecration. Demolish the devil by consecration. No one can cast out this man without consecration in the public space. Do you know that when Jesus went through John the Baptist, God led him to the desert after that. And there he demolished the strong man who was in the public space. Americans call their presidential play Air Force One. And Satan is a force. Glory to God for the consecration of Jesus in the public after the in-house work, he was consecrated to the work in the public space. The time has come we need William Booth who was with Salvation Army. We need men of the public. I am thinking, I am thinking at, about Dr. David Livingston who went from the UK to Africa and who consecrated himself to a work of God that was Africa. He loved the missionary field. I'm looking for men and women who love the missionary field like the missionary here, who is Jesus, who was consecrated by John the Baptist, who went from place to place. Extraordinary. Not only did John the Baptist consecrate Jesus to work in the public space, Jesus also consecrated the 12 and the 70 disciples in to work in the public space. He sent them in his work. May you enter in the work for which Jesus was consecrated by, Jesus, by John the Baptist. The Bible says in Luke 10, he sent them two by two where he needed to go. And there again, not only Jesus overcame the devil, but he also overcame Overcame what was consecrated to God. He says, I saw Satan falling like lightning. The harvest of the public space is there, but we need men and women who are consecrated by the public works of God, or the public men and women of God. I'm thinking about the public ministry of Joe of Red and Bokeh. He went to listen to an evangelist in a tent, and there he was consecrated to the public space where he went from city to city in order to plunder for the kingdom of Jesus. We need such. 
allowed to finish it said to you that Jesus became stronger than the devil by his consecration and he bowed the devil in his house to plant his house and Israel became a devouring fire and he became stronger than his enemies. God said to Israel, you are going to cross the Jordan today in order to become a master. In order to become a master. The consecrated ones are masters of youth. You will become master of powerful cities, greater nations, master of great people, the sons of Anak, that you know. It is consecration. The consecration to God and to his work, his things, is mysterious. Everything I'm speaking to you, the plundering and becoming masters. Master. That is why in Acts 4, the disciples prayed. says, Lord, master of the heavens and the earth. Consecration will lead you to become a master. You will become a master of great cities and nations. Receive the anointing of masters. May you become masters who control cities, great people. Manage these things by consecration. Israel was consecrated and was going to become masters. God wants you to become masters by Consecration. You, all those who were consecrated became masters. May God bless you. Receive the grace to be consecrated to God and to the work or the things of God. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.